Hello and welcome back to Brain Fart with your host, Todd Tariq. I am here. Uh, here today. I think it's sunny. Sunny, Ottawa, Ontario. <clears throat> Home of the Ravens and the GGs. I'm a Raven, Carlton Raven. Uh, and yeah, I'm a 22-year-old engineering student. And this is my show where I get to talk about whatever I want. And I sometimes do this thing where I take long pauses to build up dramatic tension or to clear my throat. But that is what I do. Anyway, today I actually wanted to... Well, yesterday, uh, there was a very, very cool uh, Euro Cup finale. Um, a lot of you, if you if you know me well, uh, know I live in um, the part of town in Ottawa called Little Italy. Uh, and uh, you can already start to piece together why... I wanted to talk about this. Um, so the the match was really good. It was a game that happened yesterday, 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time between England and Italy. And it was a very, very good game. England scored about two minutes in. I think uh, I remember my roommate telling me that was the fastest goal in Euro Cup history. And Italy was really rough early on, really rough. Um, and then they came back, uh, scored a goal in the second half. And then um, ultimately it was tied up until penalties. Um, yeah, no, both both teams played very well. Um, I think England was very defensively amazing um, kind of earlier on. And like throughout the game, I noticed that they were really, really good defensively. And then Italy kind of gained some confidence in that, that offense came into play. Um, but yeah, as a, as a well-played game, it was entertaining to watch. Um, came down to one shot in penalties and um you know unfortunately if you're an england fan fortunately if you're an italian fan um italy won so uh yeah no it's exciting for me i i think this is weird uh being um i'm not like i I don't follow soccer. I'm not a big sports person. I don't think it's worth my time. Um, but I, I can get behind it. I like to watch, like, um, World Cups, um, finals for sports, you know, like like playoffs and stuff. Like, I'll, I'll watch those things, especially because it's, like, usually I'll watch with someone else or with a group of people, and that's exciting uh, to follow those things. But normally I don't enjoy 
sitting there and just kind of um watching a team uh i'm not a i'm not a big like oh this is my team and this is the team and blah 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 and this is the team that i'm going to support because this is the team that i my family supported my father's father supported and their father supported and i love this team and i'll get tattoos of this team no i'm not i'm not at all like that um and for me, the reason why I mentioned I live live in Little Italy is because it, I kind of felt like I was taking the observer lens of like being in this community uh, surrounded by a lot of Italian Canadians and just like a lot of Italy soccer fans, I'd say, and seeing them just hyped and there's so much energy. And I and I really enjoyed like I'd say more observing than partaking. And it was nice because, you know, I people are just happy and and I think it was a it was a good outcome for for Italy so you can tell that there is a there's a certain energy um there were cars honking for hours there were they just like I live near main, main street so the the whole main street was just like cars honking engines revving it was a very very interesting thing to kind of observe and um yeah, I definitely, I think, I think that, you know, it, some of the diehard sports fans, if, if anyone's listening like that, they're probably like, oh, you're, 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 you're a fake fan. You only support Italy because you live there. That's not, that's not cool. Um, and to them, I say, yes, I am. I am a bandwagon. I did hop on the bandwagon, but to be fair, at least I'm a loyal bandwagon. I said at the start of the Euro Cup that I was only going to be supporting uh, Italy because I live in Little Italy, and that was my reasoning, and I did. I stuck true to that, um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad we won. It's it's kind of nice. Um, but on that same note, if I I heard about some violence happening in England especially because the the match took place in England and, you know, people harassing Italian British people and like Italian people in who were there just watching the game. And, um, yeah, taking it too seriously, dumb. Sports are meant to be fun. They're meant to be engaging to watch. They're meant to evoke emotion. I can understand that. But the moment that it becomes, oh, my team makes you know the the conflict between my team and your team makes me want to go and punch you in the face too much relax take a break it's supposed to be a fun game between especially with the euro cup i feel like it's this it's like a i I feel this with the world cup too where it's like you, you pick a team you support them and then, you know, it's like you're you're working with them and you're taking them all the way. But the moment that spills over into violence and, and anger towards the other team, um, I'm going to say there's there's not one that that game was. This is not this is not a case of like bad refing or this is not a case of like um like, you know, there was a circumstance that was a freak thing that, you know, caused this. Uh, 
result, it was a good match played all the way till penalties and lost on one shot. This game could have gone either way. I'll tell you that right now. And the important thing about establishing that is to say that there is no reason to be angry. You all did well. And I know you didn't, you know, England, English people are probably like, oh, we didn't win, but like, and that sucks, but like, it's still an achievement to make it to the finals. And it's still an achievement to, I, I think England played incredibly in that last game. And, um, yeah, it, and I think that's what sports is really about is celebrating people kind of performing and doing like incredible acts of stamina of um you know handling pressure from their from their teammates from their countrymen and i i think that's what the the whole sport should be about and and it sometimes leads into more of like that oh this is we're just violent and we're just mad and i'm going to go and you know beat up some dude when that's pointless there's no there's no point to that Regardless, just moving on. Um, good, good match. Um, and congrats to all the Italian people and all the Italy soccer fans. Um, it was well deserved. Italy played great in the tournament. Um, there was a long period of time where they hadn't been scored on, and they were they were very consistent. They won two matches in a row on penalties. Um, one where the penalty score was four two, and one where in the final was uh three two. So very very well played, and uh definitely well deserved uh on Italy's part. So congrats. And now I'm gonna switch gears and kind of talk about something else I want to talk about. But I um uh what was I gonna say? Yeah, no, I, I wanted to, because I, I felt like that was just, like, one part. I want to talk about the Black Widow movie. And um, I'm going to start off by saying that if you haven't seen the movie, I'm definitely going to be spoiling things. So, uh, you know, turn this off, come back to it when, you're, um, when you've watched the movie. Uh, you can watch the movie on Disney Plus right now uh, with Premier Access, or if your theaters are open in here, you can go watch it there. But, yeah, I will be going into the spoilers. Um, so spoiler spoiler alert given at this point. So if you're still listening, then you're not my fault. Not my fault. Nothing I can do. And for me, Black Widow was a really good movie. Um, I thought the action scenes were really great. Um, I liked the exploration of like Natasha Romanoff's character. And, like, a little bit of, like, seeing, I didn't, I liked, okay. So, I liked how they left things off screen. They left things for the viewer to know or, like, or the viewer to imagine. Um, because I think that is a very exciting part of storytelling. I think it's a very crucial part of storytelling. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really, really well done. Uh... And what they did in this movie was not try to go back and try to put, you know, they didn't try to reconstruct the picture people had already, you know, 
made in their minds, but they had uh, instead chosen to explore kind of the effects and kind of flesh out, I think, Natasha's character more, introduce some characters that we're probably going to see in newer movies. And um, I think they did a really, really good job of doing that. I think that the majority of, you know, the majority of the criticism that I'm seeing is that, oh, you wasted this character. Oh, you did this. Oh, you did that. Oh, this movie had no purpose or ah, this movie doesn't, it feels disjointed or whatever. I, I disagree. I think the movie is very well put together. It's, it's solid, solid, like solid screenwriting, uh, solid action. It's exciting. It's engaging. There was no point where I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. It's, um, yeah, well-paced. I, I like the movie. Um, yeah. And, and with Marvel, I think that, I think if one thing we've learned from, uh, previous, previous installments is that, um, the build, they, they take the time to build up the characters, to tease things, to establish like a really livable universe, which, which feels real, feels like well put together in things. And, um, for me, that, that seems to be the, the formula that works for them. And this is their, this is a movie that plays into that. It is a movie that fills in another piece, which helps piece together this final kind of story and drive things. Um, the way I think that Marvel writes a lot of these movies is they don't, they have like kind of multiple writers working in flux and kind of broader producers and Kevin Feige, they're kind of adjusting things. And I think that they, they don't write with like an end goal as super defined, right? Cause I, I think that a lot of people think that they're writing this like final moment that they're leading up to, and then they're going to write up to that moment. I think they have a loose definition of that final moment, which allows them some flexibility when it comes to like writing things and, and having like, they, they fill in the pieces that kind of will nudge the story that way and hint to it. And then, you know, ultimately it gets there. And, and for me, I, you know, I hate to be that person who's like, Oh, you just got to wait. And the whole movie's going to make sense when you put them all together and, a stupid way to write movies or you know um but i like it i think it keeps you invested i am i paid the 35 bucks to watch a movie early 35 canadian um and i'll watch the next marvel movie i'm i'm hooked on not just one or two movies i'm hooked on the franchise the the uh universe that is here and um yeah, I think that they introduce characters well. I think that all, all, across the board, uh, Yelena Belova, or I, I don't even remember, Florence Pugh, I believe is her name. Uh, her character was, like, well-praised, well-liked, and her, like, acting was great. And, yeah, that that to me is a win. They introduce a new character that so far is universally loved. <laughs> and 
as much as you know as much as that like it sucks that natasha romanoff maybe maybe didn't you didn't get to explore the backstory or didn't have exactly what's in your mind you know met as an expectation but i think that moving forward yelena belova we want to see her character and what she has to offer as um uh in the next phase um yeah like like i i love natasha romanoff's character and i think that you know looking back at some of the earlier iron man projects it's definitely used more as like a set piece or more as like you know in in that derogatory you know sense but i think her character has come a long way and seeing her in infinity war and um in endgame as you know that it was i think it was like her story kind of came to its conclusion now are we missing parts of that story yes but are, is it good that we're missing parts of, do we need to know what happens in budapest no it's a it's a plot device it's like um the kessel run from star wars uh which is the 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 Millennium Falcon did that in like 12 parsecs over 20 parsecs by Han Solo. He found a quicker way through. That to me is what it felt like. Um, This like those moments are important. It's important to leave things up to the viewer's imagination. Because the other thing is once you establish moments like that, it's hard to go back and visualize and show that moment without disappointing at least a couple people because some people will have this really fantastical take that you will never be able to like achieve realistically within the story and that's fine i just think that you know if this was dc i'd be like okay this is a this is terrible right <laughs> i'd say that this this doesn't you know this doesn't really play a, a vital role and this is a boring movie but because it's marvel i know that the movie has a lot more to play actually no even just as a standalone film i thought it was exciting and it was engaging and it kept me in the action it kept me in the story and it left questions unanswered in the right way i think it um asked it answered a lot of questions in in the right way and um yeah no i i definitely think it was a well done movie Lots of negative reviews. Um, but for me, I see this as like, this is a launch pad for more amazing storytelling. And then we're going to look back and be like, at some point we're going to look back and be like, this was what these small moments that, you know, meant. This, these, you know, that's that's the best thing about Marvel is that they build up these characters with their individual movies, with their backstories that really kind of lead into bigger and broader storylines um yeah i think that marvel has kind of spoiled people <laughs> i think people are just used to getting full avengers all 18 superheroes i know in this movie all assembling at once and they're gonna they're gonna take on every everything and the villain's gonna be huge and and every every villain's gonna be really really well developed and crazy and um yeah for me, the whole uh, another like another one of the criticisms, and you'll see this a lot if you go and like 
look at some reviews and stuff uh people were disappointed in taskmaster i think taskmaster was incredible incredibly well done i did not expect it to be that little girl um who like grew up and and the reveal and the i think like her face and how it was like kind of like melted and like burnt and scarred from the fires it was it was really really well done um stop saying things are spoiled taskmaster is fine okay we now know that taskmaster exists in this in in this version of the mcu the character has been introduced in, in a compelling way i think and you don't know where the character will go you don't know what storytelling opportunities they have if um if you're watching loki another spoiler alert here if you haven't seen loki watch loki and then come back you know that there's this idea of a multiverse that kind of exists and and i love that i love that we're moving towards exploring the this like crazy um out there kind of like storytelling like looking at like one thing changes and what happens because that's the whole idea of the multiverse which makes it exciting and so maybe there is a universe where the taskmaster is exactly like you read in the comics when you were younger and maybe that's great but this is not the universe that they're building they're building a cinematic universe and i think they did a very good job establishing a character who is clearly going to make a return and clearly going to have more um more like more say or more influence as they move forward i thought the character was really good i thought it was really well done um again just you you need to you need to relax marvel fanboys and you need to just take you know appreciate what the movie was um and yeah okay the last thing i'm going to mention is, or well two two last things oh, i'm going to the first thing is that the kitchen fight scene between uh, Natasha and Yelena Belova was was really great in my opinion. They were throwing each other. It was it was the like it was things were destroying on sh on set. It felt very compelling and very exciting to watch. So uh, anyone who says the action was boring or the fighting was kind of you know meh, I I'm not for it. Just not. I liked it. It was my cup of tea. I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah. Okay. And then the second last thing I wanted to say is that sometimes these ground-based action, you know, spy superheroes like Hawkeye, they they don't fit in to you know, like Thor, the god of thunder, or like you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, or right? like where they're traveling through space and stuff. But it doesn't have to always be that. You know that out there sometimes you can tell compelling stories with people on the ground in real world environments in kind of this r realistic setting um with like these you know people who are doing you know superhuman things and um i like it i, I anyway that, that's that it comes down to it i like it i think the movie did well um do I wish there was some more exploration of things? Yes, but I also think that they're that's intentional. I think that um 
if you're going to go back and retroactively tell a story with a protagonist who you know is no longer alive, um, I think that this is the best way to do it. Focus on what you're mo like moving forward. Focus on establishing character motivations. Focus on good screenwriting, good action. Uh, focus on, you know, Natasha finding that closure uh, or whatever that looks like to complete that character arc. Um, which I think she does. And um, overall, uh, people people said the, the CGI in the last act was kind of rough. I, I'm going to say that I think it was really cool. And, and I like the idea of this sky base, which there's just a shot of it, like, poking out of the, cl poking out of the clouds. And it just looks insane. So cool. Um, so now I'm going to read something in the nice... In the in the <clears throat> fuck <laughs> i'm gonna read it <laughs> gonna read a review in the voice of a marvel super fan okay <clears throat> um so i'm 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 role playing here okay star destroyer one two three four um left this review on july 7th <clears throat> disappointed <clears throat> i was truly interested in finally seeing a black widow solo film sadly it was unbelievably disappointing in the comics black widow in the comics black widow would not only be a skilled fighter but she'd use her feminine personality and beauty to get information out of corrupt bad guys her character was like a female james bond in the comics but now it's like they decided to follow the same boring hollywood the boring trend Hollywood is in right now. The trend is having any female character who is strong also be masculine. That felt like a boring Jason Bourne movie. It was just action scenes nonstop with very boring plot and dialogue elements. The biggest disappointment of all, Taskmaster. I mean, come on. Why do we have to keep brooding established characters? Yikes. Alright. <clears throat> Taha's back. Star Destroyer is gone. That was the most annoying voice I've ever done, and I'm I'm gonna feel that because that hurt to actually do. Um it kind of sounded like uh what's that character from Big Mouth? <laughs> uh the like the the blonde haired, the kind of like annoying one. Uh I don't know. Regardless, don't be like this dude. Don't. It's fine. It's a good movie. Just because everything isn't like the comics, just because everything isn't exactly how you remember it in the comics, doesn't make it a bad movie. This is what turns people away from watching Marvel movies. It's so frustrating because whenever I'm like, oh, you know, you'd really like these Marvel movies if you give them a chance. Because for me, the way I see it is like there's something for everyone in Marvel movies. And, and they're starting to be more and more for like, you know, all sorts of kids. And also like we're seeing like brown superheroes coming up. Internals, you know, Kumail Nanjiani, bro, looking sick. Like. I think in like Shang-Chi for like, like we're starting to see this like universe build up and this is, it's exciting. It's entertainment and um, I want people to be a part of it, but this toxic 
oh, it's not like the comics. And these, like, dudes are really, really, like, pushing people away from this universe. So, you know what? Watch it, don't watch it. Who cares? I think it was a good movie. Uh, you can watch it on Disney Plus, um, or in a theater, I think. You have theaters open. But, yeah. Ontario going to stage three soon. Uh, so hopefully I get back to not being really chubby. I don't know why that was in the, at the end. Okay, so. Thank you guys for watching. Or, watching. <laughs> thank you guys for listening to my voice. Uh, this has been... Tariq with Bane. That's exact. That's that's a brain fart right there. This has been Tariq with brain fart. Um. Yeah. I.